All right, Tim Blaine Shapiro, Divorce 661, Daily Perspective, episode number 24. Happy Friday, November 10th. It is my birthday. Actually, it's not. It actually kind of is. Uh, this is the 248th Marine Corps birthday today. So thank you for taking it easy on me. Clients, uh, I think, are on vacation or whatnot, so it wasn't too busy, but we did get a lot done. I don't think uh, a lot of people, some people noticed that I was in the Marine Corps. I have these little subtle hints here. I don't know if you noticed on the hat, 0311, Marine Corps, um, just a little fun stuff I do so you can identify who I am and what I do. Um, also, as a police officer many moons ago, so a lot of background. The 0311, by the way, that's infantry. That's the job you get when uh, you maximize your ASVAB score. Anyways, okay, today is Friday's wrap-up. What happened today? Oh, and to the rest of you, happy Veterans Day, by the way. Didn't mean to uh, alienate anyone that was not in the Marine Corps. Today's wrap up. Uh, today again wasn't so bad, but uh, still had a lot of new cases. We did uh, three new cases: one in Orange County. Uh, I guess that's wrong. I had four in LA County that we filed. One was a summary dissolution. One in Orange County. One in Alameda County. My math is off. So we did file several new cases today. It's interesting. Some days are busier than others. Sometimes Friday or Fridays are dead. Sometimes Fridays are busy. Sometimes. Mondays are busy uh, and sometimes they're dead. It just it doesn't really, the day doesn't matter. It's hit, hit or miss sometimes, but the general volume uh, during the week is is generally the same. Um, completed a judgment package for an Orange County uh, divorce case as well. So we filed one and finished one. Um, Friday stats, uh, 23 consultations overall this week, 10 new clients, finished 15 cases from the following counties, LA County, Orange County, San Diego, Alameda, Contra Costa, uh, San Bernardino, Riverside, and Solano. You guys are all represented. Uh, overall, 10 uh, divorce cases approved by the court, uh, 13 finalized judgments that were submitted to court for review, and 12 settlement agreements that I drafted for clients this week that got me their information. Um, okay, so that's kind of the stats. That's the updates. Um, I want to talk about a couple different things. I want to talk about uh, custody today, and I'm going to talk about... Um, True default, no agreement type cases versus default with agreement type cases. As much as I talk about that, people still message me and say they didn't, they never knew there was such thing as a default with an agreement. And we talk about how to stop your divorce case when your judgment's already been submitted. There's a trick to that. So I want to talk to you about custody. People are often, or my clients are often wondering how specific a custody schedule has to be, uh, number one. And it doesn't. It can be joint legal, joint physical. That's all you need to put in there. Courts don't need a specified parenting plan. To the other end of that, you can be as specific as you want. There's all kinds of additional attachments. I think there's four or five of them as far as joint legal custody attachment, uh, holiday schedules. I mean, you can become and get very detailed, but it's not required. Sometimes I'll see some very detailed custody plans. I'll say, are you sure you guys want to be locked into this as part of your agreement? Meaning if you want to change it, you're going to have to modify your judgment. And they said, no, we thought we had to have all the details regarding custody in there because uh, the court's going to require that. It's not the case. Joint legal, joint physical, reasonable right of visitation, and you are good to go. I want to talk about the difference between joint legal and physical versus sole legal and physical and the differences in that. So joint legal and joint physical custody, it doesn't necessarily mean 50-50. Um, some people think that when you have, uh, let's say mom, it doesn't matter, mom or dad's going to have uh, the child 90% of the time. So they're thinking, well, 
then I should have sole custody, physical custody, and my spouse should have visitation, whatever that 10% is, whatever those dates are. Just because you have more than 50% timeshare doesn't mean you have to have sole custody or label it that way. You can have uh, joint legal custody and you can have 99.9% timeshare. You have to realize that the, the custody and the percentages are irrelevant. The joint does not mean anything to do with 50-50, 60-40, whatnot. The only time the percentages come into play is if you're having a child support calculation done, that will affect the child support, the timeshare percentage, but it doesn't matter for the custody part. Sole custody, um, I had an interesting um, case this week and been doing this 11 years and uh, never had someone want to do this, but it's totally fine. Uh, one, the, the male child is going to live with dad and the female child is going to live with mom. I said, okay, that's fine. Um, and so they want to have sole legal and physical custody of the male child to dad and sole legal and physical custody of the female child to mom. And they want to do that. So they have sole discretion to do whatever they want, get passports, um, doctors, you know, all the stuff that goes along with that. You don't have to get permission from the other parent in those cases for certain things like, like passports specifically. So never put an agreement like that together, but I said, Hey, that's totally fine. Courts don't care. That's what you want to do. Um, that's how we'll write it up. So, um, but you don't have to do that. They could have just as well said joint legal, joint physical and, and did the exact same plan that they are doing. Okay. I'm going to talk about a case where um, we had a, a client call us and the, they had a default without an agreement case they submitted to court and it got rejected. Shocker. I tell you, they're the, they're the hardest cases to get through the court because it was rejected because of an unequal division of assets to the parties. So I'm going to say this for the one billionth time. When you do a default without an agreement, you have to divide the assets equally, even if you don't feel it's fair. That's why I always say, use a default without an agreement as a last resort. I, Whenever someone calls me and, and we take over their case and I'll say, hey, it appears that the respondent hasn't signed a settlement agreement and hasn't done any of their side of the paperwork. And they said, yeah, we're in agreement, but you know, I didn't want to bother them. No, bother them. That's why you're having so many problems because you're not you're trying to submit this as a default without an agreement, and that falls to California law, and everything has to be divided equally. So when you do, you know how I tell you don't do the 160s when it's amicable? If you have no option other than to do the default without an agreement, you have to do the property declarations, the 160s, and attach them to your petition, and you have to show them being divided 100% equally. Um, otherwise, when you go to submit your judgment, the court's going to say, these are not divided equally. These are community property assets and rejected. And guess what? If you're going to then try and fix that, you're going to have to amend your petition re and refile with new property declarations showing the equal division of assets and debts on the 160. It's just a total nightmare. So in this case today, I said, will they agree? And the answer is 99% of the time, yes. They will sign off on it. That's all we have to do. So the question specifically was, I tried to turn in my default without an agreement divorce case. It was rejected because of an unequal um, division of assets and debts. I already uh, the, filed the default, request to enter default. Can I now submit a uh, default with agreement judgment case? The answer is yes. How do you stop the divorce process when your divorce is approved, but the six months haven't passed? So one of the interesting issues that comes up with our clients, not very often, it just happened today, 
is because in LA County only I can get your divorce done in five weeks. The, uh, the approval comes from the judge. It's already signed by the judge at week five, but there's usually still, because we did in five weeks, there's still five more months before you're officially divorced. It's that cooling off period. So in this case, they want to know, Hey, can we stop the divorce? Cause we're within that six month window. The answer is yes. Technically procedurally, Good luck getting into court because once the judge has signed the divorce decree, your settlement agreement, your final judgment package, the only way to get that set aside is to go to court and ask the judge to set that aside. So let me give you two scenarios here. Let's say I'm handling your divorce. We filed a petition. We're doing the financials. We've even completed your settlement agreement and you've signed it. As long as we haven't submitted it and it hasn't been approved to dismiss the case, you file a request for dismissal. Super simple. Don't go to court. If it was, if there was no response filed, only the petitioner has to sign it. If a response was filed, both parties sign it. It gets dismissed, gone. If the judgment's been submitted and it's been approved by the court, and so we're still within that window, now you have to set a hearing. You have to file a request for order to do a set aside, and you have to get the court's permission. And you're probably going to have to get both parties to agree that they want that to be set aside because there there was a settlement agreement uh, signed then it's going to be up to the discretion of the court. Yes, you're within that window, um, but you have to you have to file a motion, get a court date, serve your spouse, go to the hearing. And the problem with this client today, what I told him is the time frame on actually getting a hearing is about 60 days in most counties. So his divorce, it's, so it's November 10th. His divorce will be final, final on December 24th or something like 23rd maybe. So we have, you know, five weeks, but the hearings, the soonest he can get a hearing is in January. So there's no uh, there's no way they're going to get into court before that to um, have their um, divorce set, uh, judgment set aside. In fact, <clears throat> years ago, <coughs> excuse me, years ago we had someone who it was po- it was after the six months. The hearing was after they still wanted to file it, and they went into court and said, "Hey, we want even though the divorce has already happened, you signed it, and we're past the six months, and we're divorced." We want you to set aside the judgment. You know what the judge said? Judge said, just get remarried. It's easier. So uh, you got to be careful. The tri- if, you, if you're if you on the fence, so, and this happens once in a while. Let's say we filed your divorce paper. Okay, did I not put the batteries in the lights? Let's say that you have um, submitted your divorce to court, but, um, and you want to have it pulled because you don't want to go the divorce to go through. Just don't submit it to court. Just hold it. So let's say in the scenario where we had the divorce paperwork all finalized and signed, just tell me, Tim, don't submit it. We're we're just going to hold off and see how things go. And then I just won't turn it in. The There'll be hearings that'll be set. You don't have to go to them. Just you know, keep an eye out. Send me your notices about the, what the court's saying. Um, but if, you, if you're not sure that you want to be divorced, just we just hold off on submitting the final paperwork to the court. So I'm taking off the rest of the day. I'm going to cut out a couple hours early. I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode 24 of the Daily Perspective, Day in the Life of a LDA. Have a good weekend, folks. We'll talk to you on Monday.